Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of daily fantasy sports and gambling. So you can stop Googling how to join a squid game to cover all those parlays you thought were such a sure thing. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Okay, guys, quick recap for NBA playoffs today. We got a two-gamer uh, on hand here. So first up, we have Milwaukee hosting Boston. Series tied 1-1. Chris Middleton still out. Uh, the Bucks basically got shut down in game two. Wasn't that surprised by Boston rallying and playing hard? I was a little bit surprised that they were able to be as effective guarding Giannis one-on-one. I don't necessarily see that being the case today. Playing at home, you got the home crowd. I like the Bucks to win. I'll be looking more at Giannis and Bobby Portis. We'll see on uh, the Boston side how many folks I really want to roll with. But I think the way I'm going to play it tonight is expect the Warriors uh to be dominant in the late game. So from a DFS standpoint, I'm probably going to be heavy on this early game with the Celtics and Bucks and play more Bucks guys than Celtics guys, but maybe I'll end up with more Celtics players than even Warriors players in the nightcap. I'll get into my rationale for that, but just looking at uh, the numbers here, the total is actually lower on the Bucks Celtics game. So that's one thing to bear in mind. But the way these playoffs have been trending is the usage of certain players. So while the total may be higher, the Warriors have been spreading out their scoring, whereas the Grizzlies are more concentrated on John Morant. In the celtics Bucks series, you've got a lot of Giannis, and, you know, he's just putting up numbers. Even if he was well-guarded in Game 2, he's still... Uh, was up over 20 points in that game. So it's not as though Boston truly figured it out. They just slowed him down enough that Giannis didn't completely bulldoze, uh, bulldoze the game. But I just look at it from the standpoint of you've got a motivated Bucks team. They're going to be looking. Uh, they already got home court uh, back. The, you know, they'll take advantage of it. I think they win t- uh, today. And... They might win game four as well. I, I, You know, I'm not totally convinced that that Celtics offense is good enough to win a, a game against the road against this Bucks team. But we'll see. But but I expect a strong response from the Bucks today. I do like them to win. Uh, they're favored by two points, uh, 213 total. Uh, I'd be heavy on Giannis. Uh, as I said, Bobby Portis for uh, DFS standpoint. And I'll probably mix in, uh, you know, one of Grayson Allen or Pat Connaughton. Uh, pricing wise, they're uh, they're in the same ballpark. Uh, Allen is uh, forty five hundred. Connaughton is thirty four hundred. But honestly, with the playoffs, the value has not really been there at all. So like, it's like, you know, you're trying to find which stud is going to go off in these games and just ride with that stud so i'll be having uh playing a lot of Giannis. uh drew holiday is also potential at 8100 we've been seeing builds on the dfs side where you go lower in the price range 
still load up on a team and that value build win over having one superstar in it and just going through the stars and scrubs. Uh, I may still lean more towards the stars and scrubs build. Uh, just personally, I, I do think Giannis has a big game today. Uh, Portis, not too expensive. He's 6,100 on DraftKings. Jason Tatum's 10K. I can't see myself playing Jason Tatum today. That That's one line where I think I'm probably going to be fading Jason Tatum. And if he beats me, he beats me. But uh, I, I don't see myself going too crazy with that selection. And on the Boston side, I'll probably be playing more of that value play of like a, a Grant Williams at 4,200. Uh, you know, you've got uh, the Marcus Smarts of the world. Uh, at 6,200, Al Horford's 5,900, Robert Williams, 4,800. I'll be probably playing those guys over uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, Jalen Brown's 88K. I can't see myself playing that price tag necessarily on my main build. It'll still be in the player pool, but not necessarily the main build. The biggest thing here is the fact that I think in the Warriors game, you're more than likely going to see a case where the Warriors are comfortably winning this game. The line seven and a half. I think the Warriors win by double digits. While I do think John Morant is going to be the focal point of Memphis's offense. Here's the issue: without Dylan Brooks, uh, who's suspended for the flagrant foul in Game Two against uh, Gary Payton Jr. that fractured his elbow, Memphis is going to struggle guarding Golden State. And one of the things they've been doing is having Dylan Brooks just chase Steph Curry around the court. I said this was going to hurt Dylan Brooks's offense, but they've been getting away with it because other guys have been able to step up. I think with Golden State having free reign of Steph Curry kind of stretching out the defense, it's really going to be a tall order for Memphis to stay close in this game. Yes, Ja should be able to get his points. That's why I feel very comfortable playing Ja and Steph Curry in basically all my lineups today. But Outside of that, I think in this second game, I'm going lighter, mainly because I think the the points end up getting very spread across all these uh, players, especially on the Golden State side. And on the Memphis side, because I think they're going to be behind, you can't really play the starters. Uh, you'll be more in blowout time. So, yeah, like I said, quick episode today, because frankly, I do not want to be dallying too much in this golden state game tonight i'll be loading up on the early game if we really don't get that close of a game back and forth then yeah it's gonna be a rough day to me because i'm I'm gonna be really heavy on this uh first game as opposed to the golden state game so uh, i'll leave it at that but uh yeah so let me get out of here uh uh but yeah my focus is on the bucks today i like the bucks and i definitely like golden state too uh, win comfortably over uh, uh, Memphis. So I probably even put in a pleaser uh, line where I give points back uh, to uh, uh, Golden State. So just because I think they win by double digits. So line seven and a half, you can push that up to ten and a half uh, and, uh, and make it a, a Bucks line where, you know, they win by a, a slight larger margin than the two points. So you put it out to five or six and you go from there. So, I'll probably have a bet along those lines as well, but uh, you just to kind of cover myself. But yeah, that's all I got today. So uh, best of luck, everyone, with uh, the games. Uh, We'll uh, do 
uh, some coverage for USC uh, pay per view tonight, so that'll be coming up a little bit a bit later today. But that's all for now. Have a good one and uh, best of luck. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.